Let's shake it up a little. Welcome to the Salt and Pepper Podcast. With a little bit of salt and a little bit of spice to to make make your Tuesday just right. I'm Olivia, an entrepreneur, content creator, and a friend to call if you need some encouragement. And I'm Lisa, a mom, an artist, and I'm not your average pastor's wife. Our mission is to bring you episodes every week that will inspire you, help you grow, and bring a smile to your face. Through renowned entrepreneurs and experts, social media personalities, and our super witty and cute banter. This podcast is for the girl who wants to learn about her health, has big dreams and knows that complacency is never an option. She also has time in her schedule for two new BFFs. Because there is one thing we are confident in. It's It's always better better when salt and pepper come together. together. Hi Shakers, welcome to the Salt and Pepper podcast. Maybe for the last time after today's episode because we're talking taboo. (laughs) But who are you? (laughs) I'm Lisa. Um, The other person you probably won't like soon enough. Honestly, it's just a matter of time until (laughs) no one likes us. Here, here's the thing. This is what we believe here on the Salt and Pepper podcast. You shouldn't believe in the same things as everyone. And if there is someone that you have every single same belief as, it's not true. Someone's lying. Take what you like, leave what you don't. I listen to mostly secular podcasts and I don't agree with a lot, but I take a lot of value Mm -hmm. from the other parts. And if you're not strong enough in what you believe in to siphon through all that, then you need to do some more research. If you can't be friends with people who are different from you you need to just have no friends like me (laughs) (laughs) okay so my current obsession is i've been working on new vases like a completely different type um of strategy if you will and it's been really fun it's been a while since i've worked on my vases themselves just because i've been working on like the website and i'm doing a market on saturday so that's exciting this will come out after but I'm really excited. I know. I'm so bummed I can't go. go. It's so annoying. I know. You have to take pictures. I will. I know. I'm I'm interested to see like what you sell because your your items are a little priced a little higher than Mm -hmm. other people's. So I'm interested to see what happens. Yeah, it was I was really encouraged. Actually, I'm going to I'm going to use that as my silver. Okay. Okay. Um, My current obsession is Moroccan oil. Have Ooh. I talked about this before? Um, I think maybe. we have maybe once, but a while ago. I've been taking care of my hair the same amount as taking care of my skin. Mm-hmm. It's been a process, but I've been really learning like what works for my hair, what doesn't. I've been doing like oil baths overnight, all these different masks, but then I use Moroccan oil like twice a day just on my ends and it's helped so much and it doesn't make my hair oily. I've been mm-hmm. learning the porosity of my hair, which what makes a huge difference. What kind of Moroccan oil have you been using? The brand from Moroccan Oil. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. And I really like it because I've noticed with other ones, like rosemary oil, those all make my hair super oily. So I have to dilute it in water or I have to do it like overnight and then wash my hair the next day. Mm -hmm. So you kind of have to just learn like what your hair will take. And I've noticed because my hair is so fine, it doesn't take a whole lot. It'll like certain things will make it really gross so mm-hmm. what kind of oil baths have you been doing um i do a scalp massage and then i do rosemary oil and castor oil on my actual scalp mm-hmm. and then i'll either do a deep conditioner all throughout it or i'll use like a mix of argon oil and like some others throughout my entire head and then i'll sleep with it in what like kind a of bonnet rosemary thing. oil 
I just get essential rosemary oil. Oh, Usually no you want to dilute it. I just put it directly on my scalp, but I'll dilute it in a in a spray bottle and I'll use that every day throughout all of my oh, roots. And that's so. supposed to help with hair growth, yeah. right? Yeah. And it's my hair has been growing at like an inch a month instead of like a quarter of an inch a month. What? Yeah. Which sucks with my roots. Okay, what are you supposed to mix the rosemary oil with? Just water. Just water yeah, to dilute and, it. Yeah, and that's what I do so it doesn't make it oily. Mm-hmm. It just smells good. Mm-hmm. Um, but then But you don't night, do that with the oil baths. No, I just do it directly on wow, my head. And I'll just okay. like castor oil is really thick. Uh-huh. So I'll mix it with something else, but I'll really put it throughout all of my hair. And I've really been noticing if there's anybody out there who's like really been wanting like to learn more about their hair stuff. There's I mean, people on um Instagram. But what I've been noticing is all like the really brand name oils. I just feel like they're pointless because they're more expensive. So I've just been getting more just like all organic and kind of just mixing them. Um, And then I've noticed like a deep conditioner overnight has really helped. So any spots you're feeling like are dry, doing a deep conditioner overnight and then washing your hair has really helped Mm. a lot. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. I love that. Um, I can't remember if I sent you the video. There was a video I saw, I think by Vice, and it was an okay. interview. Okay. Does this sound familiar to no. you? No. Of, of who? Of it what? was um, a guy who's supposed to be the leader of um, like creating essential oils. Like he exports them oh, no, to I haven't big seen companies oh. in America. Oh. And it's like the craziest interview I've ever seen. You mean like MLM stuff? Yeah. Okay, so... I'm not talking about those essential oils. I'm happy you brought that up. I want to be very clear. Okay. I do not support any of those essential oil businesses. I am not. I am sorry if you're. I'm sorry if you're a part of it. I will just. I I still like you as a human. But when it comes to like Young Living or those types of things, a lot of those have chemicals in them. A lot of them are not true essentials. And they're way more expensive. So I'm talking about like on Amazon, you get 100% rosemary oil in a bottle. Uh-huh. And it's like $9. Same with like castor oil. Same with chlorophyll. I bought like a super bougie chlorophyll and I realized it was the exact same thing as a bottle 10 times the size for half the price. So looking at stuff like that of being like, why do I need this castor black seed oil that's $30 instead of just a whole bottle that's like 10 mm-hmm. Um, But yeah, essential oils, I'm not a fan of like diffusers. I I don't want to breathe in oils. And I'm, you know what? If you believe that you like it, if you believe, it, if you, you like believe it. in that crap and you like it, <laughs> well, sure, if you if it. you like it or find benefit in it, that's awesome for you. But that's not what I'm talking about. Nope, neither no, of no, us, no, no, no. neither of us. Well, yeah. Um. So let's get down to the silver lining of the week. Literally buying rosemary oil right now. <laughs> Um, it can kind of burn a little bit, not like really burn, but feel really tingly. Mm-hmm. So that's when you might want to dilute it with water. But I'll probably I'll, start with diluting it. Yeah, I like part my hair on all the way around my scalp, so I'll like put it in a spray bottle. It's not as expensive as I was expecting. No, it's it not to expensive be. at all. But if you do it on your part line, so like you part it and then I'll spray some and then I'll rub it in, and that's what you want to do to stimulate your pores, so <gasps> it goes into your scalp. Bergamot is a citrus. Excuse me. Bergamot is a citrus? Yeah. I had no idea. Oh. Am I stupid? Um, also, I thought it was bergamot with an N. No, it's and it's pronounced bergamot, I'm pretty sure. I looked it up one time. Really? Because I didn't know how to pronounce so I've, it. I've gotten it all wrong. Well, no, I think... 
as Americans, we pronounce things the way they're spelled. <laughs> so. Where did I find an N Bergamo? in there? Who knows? Yeah. Uh, all right. Silver lining. Smell. So, you know, that's one of the hard things in business is not just knowing your worth, but knowing what you want to be worth and the type of business you want to create. Uh, the type of products you want to be selling at what price. You know, that whole thing is probably the hardest part. Is Oh, 100%. Especially when you want to be <clears throat> a little more on the luxury side or mm-hmm. customized. You're going to get so much crap because yeah. people are wondering, why am I going to pay that much for something that's maybe the same quality as something else or whatever. Right. And so teaching people and the markability is really difficult. But it was really cool because I was watching this TikTok of a guy who, when he got into photography, he knew he wanted to be a luxury photographer. Mm -hmm. And so his starting point was like 10 grand, I believe. Mm -hmm. He declined all smaller projects Mm -hmm. because he knew what he wanted to do and what he was worth. And if he settled for the small things, he knew he wasn't going to... Uh, turn into what he wanted to be essentially and it took a while and he said it's not that I didn't need the money I just knew what I wanted to do and I had to be determined by that yeah and I just thought that was so cool and really encouraging and I think that about my business because you know my products take me a really long time to make and I have to remember I'm making art pieces I'm not just making a vase right and so I just love hearing little things like that on my, my For You page. Like, yeah. Wow, that really was for me. Yeah. Attract the clients you want, repel the ones you don't. Right. And yeah, I mean, that's a lot. There are a lot of clients who will not book with you if you're too cheap because they don't want your services if you are not higher end. Mm-hmm. And somebody that has a $200,000 wedding doesn't want a photographer that charges two grand. They want right. someone that's going to do if something they're more for so them. so good. Right. Which I think... You have to take a lot of that stuff with a grain of salt. You know, there's like, there are entrepreneurs with extremes. It's like, you do kind of have to start somewhere. Like I started doing weddings at like 300 bucks because I needed a portfolio. So I did one to two weddings and then I immediately raised my prices. But there is a give and a take, I think, Mm -hmm. sometimes with getting your name out there. But hey, if you have a, if you have money and you don't really like need it to pay your bills, then go for it. Do whatever you want. Exactly. Um... So my silver lining is that we are have just been like so, so busy and we went to, so it's like I worked all day Monday and then we got up and we went to Eugene on Tuesday, did some work stuff, but we're able to see friends. We had really good food though, which was so nice because I'm so picky. And then the next day got up and did another work thing, drove home. And by the time we got right into town, drove right to the styled shoot that I was doing. And then like, we're leaving again tomorrow for work. And it's just been really hard because when you're like, when I, because Artie does everything with me, but he's so busy that when he's doing work stuff with me, I know he feels a lack in time for what he's doing. So he's kind of like, like Olivia like I have had no time to do like my stuff and I'm like I totally get that like I asked you about it but like we have to do this like I don't know it's so hard like you only have so much time and then I'm like doing two full days of work for him next week and then I'm like well where's my time gonna go and we're going you know it's like you want to do things with your partner but then if they all kind of bleed into each other it just makes it really hard anyway 
But with that, it was really fun. My silver lining within that is doing the styled shoot because I've just been noticing. I had someone tell me that my Olivia Crin Films page didn't look as like artistic as my Olivia Crin page, which I took with a grain of salt because I'm like, I think it does. But they were like, why don't you do cool photos for weddings the way that you do your photos like why aren't you photoshopping things and like doing really cool stuff and I was like oh I just don't know if people would really want that and then I was like well why can't I just try but I need to do a styled shoot because Mm -hmm. I'm the the problem is is you only have a limited amount of time at weddings so I can't just be like okay stand here I'm gonna put on tripod and we're gonna do all these photoshop things Mm -hmm. and I don't do photos at weddings so I set up the styled shoot it was super low-key but I was able to work with a couple of really awesome vendors and we did like all these super artistic things and I'm gonna do like them in a frame and it looks like Downton Abbey and I'm gonna like photoshop them out so it just looks like this hanging frame of them in it so there's like all these really cool things and I'm like oh I think I do like this Mm. because sometimes I second guess if I like doing weddings because they get so monotonous Mm -hmm. but I'm like oh if you can make if you can attract your ideal client who wants that type of crap they'll make time for (laughs) it type of crap (laughs) I mean it is yeah like stand here for 10 minutes while I try to figure out this shot of you standing in a mirror Mm -hmm. you know but and you know it it's cool because it creates a type of clientele too that maybe doesn't want to just take photos on their wedding day but have photos another time yeah so their wedding day is their wedding day Mm -hmm. I've been hearing more about this in other countries actually in Korea it's actually really popular for you to take your wedding photos before your wedding and you send Wait, those you've two heard me people? say this right no oh that's for the past seven years Arturo and I've always said that I will do my photos the day before my wedding oh yeah yeah you told yeah. me that you were gonna do it yeah I was like you knew that about Korea no no I just have right. always known that well because I've seen it's literally even at the wedding I just did it's like okay next Next, right? Next. I'm like you're not and you even, even enjoying wanna, your wedding. You don't even want to do that. No, the whole you time don't. I'm like, oh, I want to go hang out with people. Yeah, and you're paying to go hang out with people, right? So it makes sense to be able to set aside time. Or doing it too. later. Yeah. Like, why do you have to? I would love to do so, it the I day before that. because then I could look at them and be like, oh, I don't really like that. Can I do this pose? Or like, oh, uh-huh. I want to do my hair different today, and I'll do it different tomorrow. Like, there yeah, are so many options. I know people don't want to do that, but it's smart. Even like it doesn't even have to be the day before. It can be, you know, weeks before. Yeah, it's because people don't want their husbands to see them in their dress. I don't care about any of that no, stupid that's stuff. That's so but dumb. I that's know. literally based on paganistic traditions. So stupid. I get it. They want them to see them walking down the aisle, but I'm just not that way. So I'm like, our troll will probably go shopping with me to get my dress. <laughs> I'm like, I don't care. Um. Anyway, so um, today. Gosh, it's like an earthquake every time you do that. <laughs> I equate it to a tsunami hurricane. So we're doing a giveaway <gasps> because we, I mean, we went past our two year anniversary. I, know, I can't believe it's been two years. Over 150 episodes of that salt and pepper podcast. So crazy. So we thought it was time. Let's just do a big giveaway. How big? How big? Well, we're giving away clear stem products you know they've been one of our top episodes of the year clear stem it's everything the episode was everything but we're going to give away the bounce back serum so if you like want botox but like you know don't want botox that's the move um the hydro glow and then you've been using the eye gel okay this is going to sound really weird but it smells so good i want to taste it me too isn't it it almost feels like it shouldn't because it's not like fake it just right. smells yummy. It smells like something like natural that smells yes. really, really good. That's yes. my, that's it, the it, moisturizer it, too. It smells like it shouldn't work. 
Yes. <laughs> no, that's true. And the moisturizer gives you a glow so you don't have to use like the other products that give you a glow. So it's the best. Yeah, I love it. And then we're also giving away $150 credit for Katie Dean. You know, we love Katie. We've had her on the show. Um, and that also comes with an 18 karat gold plated bangle. So super cute, obviously. So nice. And we're giving away a book from Grace Valentine, who has been on the show. It's her new book called What Will They Think? Which is so on topic for everything that we talk about why do you care about what other people think be who you are yeah it's the best and then you get a full set of salt and pepper scrunchies cute which is cute and guys this giveaway is worth over six hundred dollars that's actually insane and that's that's honestly like what are you doing you have to enter the giveaway and that is so nice i'm entering of the all giveaway. of these people i'm keeping it <laughs> I'm, i I'm am the giveaway too. winner <laughs> <laughs> i really wish i could actually i had a friend go if i enter can you just pick me and i'm like mm, no but no. subscribe rate and review and we'll see <laughs> so to see how you guys can enter just head to our instagram the salt and pepper podcast and you will see all the details on a recent post i will pin it at the top so you guys can enter but one of those things, hint, hit, is subscribing, rating, and reviewing. So while you're on the podcast, might as well go do it. So head to the show notes below or head to the Salt and Pepper podcast on Instagram to see more details. And let's get back to the show. Today, we're talking taboo. We're talking taboo. We haven't done one in a long time. Mm-mm. I don't remember what our last one was Shocking. about. So with that, today we're going to talk about... <laughs> identity well let's just be real this is our second this is our second take yeah like we legit just recorded an entire episode yeah but we didn't feel right about it though and let's let's just talk about why why. i mean we'll we'll we're not afraid to tell you tell you guys why okay so (laughs) we shared a pretty it, it was treading politically. Yeah. And it's not that we are necessarily afraid to tell you guys where we stand politically. I mean, Olivia's literally told you guys that she's a libertarian. Yes. And that she didn't vote for Donald Trump <laughs> and that she, like, sticks to that. But we we are not a political podcast. And no. we never want to come off as not understanding and uninformed mm-hmm. um we know partial statistics and not full statistics we're not we've heard things doctors in when it comes to this stuff no nor do we want, want to be so informed that this is what we're good at or that we right. know information on but as we talk about identity today we will say as christians we have a hard time with not bringing up gender identity and um, finding your identity in your sexuality because that's one thing that we are frustrated with as far as culture today. Yes. And I think that we can safely say that. Mm -hmm. I will die on that hill. Mm -hmm. I will die on the hill that your identity does not come from who you like and the gender that you think that you are or Mm -hmm. that you believe that you are, that you feel that you embody. Right. Um. But we are for you and we care about people, whether they like girls, like boys, whatever Whatever. gender you identify with. That is not a deterrent for love or understanding or God even. Yeah. So we just want to put that out there plainly. Yeah. We like to shake things up. 
but it's we've got to be real sometimes it's hard because we also want to be inclusive Mm -hmm. but we don't want to be like we're inclusive you know no matter what it's like no because we have firm beliefs and things but we also don't want again to kind of change the change the feeling of the salt and pepper podcast the dynamic of like coming and being encouraged and laughing and maybe being motivated and maybe there's serious topics but we also don't want it to be like all of a sudden you're tuning in to ben shapiro (laughs) it's like Mm, you can go do that like you and same with devotionals like we're not gonna go over a devotional with you because you can go do that somewhere else so with that we still want to talk about identity but i think it's just going to be from a different perspective because I was I was feeling pretty not educated enough to talk about the things we were talking about. <laughs> and, and and honestly, we just came down to who do we want to be a part of the Shaker community and how do we want people to come to the show? Do we want them really to come and not sure about whether we're going to talk about our political beliefs and yeah. what we think on gender identity? We don't think that's important ultimately that's not for us we we think it's an important conversation but it's not one that we're not we're not going to hold here unless we I mean and we were just talking about this and tell us if you're interested of having someone on who can talk about this Uh and inform us on things and um will openly share as far as that's concerned so that we can also be told like well think about it this way or you know whatever it is but we would rather have a professional right chime in on these topics rather than us just spewing things and then you're hurt by it and you're like I'm never gonna listen again because that's not what we want this to be no and I think we want to give the people what they want and I think for the most part we hear people like the lighthearted episodes they like some of the deep ones but to be very transparent the ones that we have experts on usually get the least amount of listens totally so I think it's it's also understanding like we do want to give you guys what you want to hear and a lot of times that's going to be banter and that will also include today's conversation of identity but it's going to just be down a little bit of a different path mm-hmm. so let's so get with that it. let's take two everyone <laughs> um so I think when when I was thinking a lot about identity and I've thought of this um often in the past is the identity we have with what we do and our work and not only that but our work ethic mm-hmm. um I think oh, that can yeah. also come with maybe if you're into fitness or you're into eating healthy or honestly uh, being like a vegan or being on keto or whatever it is. It's like, honestly, you know, when someone's on a diet, you know, when someone's vegan, you know, when someone's CrossFit. Yeah. Oh, oh, he's a 10, but you know, um, yeah, I think a lot of times we use things that we are doing as our identifier, as opposed to understanding, like we are not what we do for us. We believe who we are is our identity is in Christ. But I also think this this is a conversation for so much more than just that. It's this idea of like, well, why do I know what your diet is? Why do you feel the need to tell me that? Why do I need to know how often you work out? Why do I need to know what your job is? Like, why do I all of a sudden know that within 10 minutes of talking to you? And again, I, I get we talk about the things that we do, but that isn't who somebody is at the core. But that for some reason is what we talk about. But if you stripped all of those things away, like if you were a runner and that's what you did and then you got paralyzed, you are not you are not the shell of who you were. You are a different version of that now, but you are still the same human because you have the same soul and the same mind and all of these things. And that's just like a really interesting thing because nobody wants to be stripped away from what they do and love 
but that happens to a lot of people. And when that happens, what do they, what, what's the realization they come to? That's not who they are. That's not all that they are. That is a part of them. I remember our last marriage counselor, he was, and this was probably one of my favorite parts of the type of therapy he did it talks about how when you're angry that's a part of you that isn't you that is a part of you Mm -hmm. so when you talk about depression you don't say I'm depressed you shouldn't unless you're talking about the feeling of depression but you yourself are not depressed you are going through a a season of depression that doesn't make who you are and so I remember when we started the podcast and we were doing intros do you remember this when I still remember this (laughs) I don't know who I am what I do I I had the biggest issue Olivia has the coolest intro of I start businesses and I'm an entrepreneur I quit things and then make something cooler I follow my dreams and pursue what I think I need to be that's doing. just my intro <laughs> it's like five intro. minutes long and I go hi I'm a mom and a wife oh welcome to the salt and pepper podcast <laughs> that was pretty much our intro not literally but I had the hardest time with that And I'm like, let's just scratch the intros all together or you can have an intro and I'm just going to say welcome to the Salt and Pepper podcast because my identity is not being a mom. And what I had to be reminded is, no, your identity isn't isn't being a mom, but this is how you help people. That's Mm -hmm. just a part of you and that's a part of your story. And so why I'm now very proud of my intro. I'm a mom because I get to help other moms with Mm -hmm. my experience of being a mom. I've had postpartum depression, postpartum anxiety. I have children, which caused me depression, anxiety. Not really, but well, actually, (laughs) they're not the reason for it. I get to speak on my experience, Mm -hmm. but that's not who I am. It's a big part of me. Right. That's not all of me. And mm-hmm. I I now, having gone through all of my depressive episodes and figuring out who I am, I mean, after having a child, you're like deeply in search of what was I before kids? Mm-hmm. Who am I now after kids? Mm-hmm. Who am I apart from having my children? And that doesn't always mean now you get a job or you keep the same job you had before. But as a Christian, I think it's so important to remember your identity in Christ. Like Mm -hmm. never before in my life have I held on to my identity as, oh, I'm a daughter of God. That's never struck a chord with me until now. Mm -hmm. Now I can hold on to the fact that I am a child of God and I'm saved and I have grace in my life. And that's who I am. Anything else can come and go. That's how I see it. I can, you were just saying this in our um, now scratched episode, uh, that what I believe is not who I am. Yeah. And I don't think that's something that I've really thought about before. Mm-hmm. But I think that's actually pretty mind blowing. Mm. Yeah, I've, I've been thinking about that a lot where this could probably be like a short episode or another one of, you know, I just want to be myself. And I hear that a lot from people and I'm like, but who, what you're doing isn't who you are. Like I just, you just want to be yourself. And usually that comes with getting a new piercing or dyeing your hair or hanging out with those people or whatever, playing a sport. 
And it's like, wait, but that's not who you are. Those are just activities or those are things that you're doing. And you want that, you know, that's what fashion is. Fashion is an identity thing. You want the world to see you as a certain way. And that's why some people are emo or goth or by design Y2K things. or what? Or by designer or things. by designer things. See me. I want you to see me as rich. You know, like for me, I want people to see that I'm professional. Like there are things that we do to identify to other people what we are. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not who we are because you know, it's the same with you say I have like this cool intro and it's like, yeah, but that's still not who I am. That's just my intro to show the world. This is kind of what you're going to get on the podcast. Mm-hmm. But if I stop doing everything I'm doing, I would hope my friends would still be my friends. I mean, I also hope they would encourage me to not do that. <laughs> but um, that also isn't who I am. And the same with if I stopped working out again, I hope people would encourage me to continue. But that doesn't make Olivia who Olivia who Olivia is. Um, and I think we forget that a lot because and again in our scratched episode, but you were talking about wanting to feel unique. And I think that's what we all want. We want to dress a certain way, be a certain way, talk a certain way to feel unique, which in turn usually makes us look like sheep. You know, a lot mm-hmm. of people end up kind of just all looking the same. Um but I think it's important to remember, like, like you can come as you are, but do you know who you are? You know? Yeah. Okay, just give me two minutes. Okay. Here, I'm going to get some water. Yeah. I remember. Oh, sorry. I just screamed in the mic. Ah, being unique. Okay, so being unique... Oh, shoot. I just lost it. Being unique. Ah, everyone wants to be seen. Ha ha. Identity. Everyone just wants to be seen. I remember it. Ready? Okay. Okay. So, um, yeah, what you were just saying about uniqueness, what I have realized in my own life with wanting to be unique and then seeing it in other people is the need and want to be seen mm-hmm. and I think what's so important about that and our faith is remembering that we are known and seen mm, that's good that wow thank you that felt very pastory I never I never give you mm, that's good mm, mm, that's a good one amen amen you I'll uh, never yeah. be that person in church <laughs> yeah no me either <laughs> but But what I love about our faith, our God, and Jesus is Jesus knows exactly where we're at, exactly knows how we're feeling because he has been through it and much worse. Mm, And so I think that's why identity can only, in my eyes, be seen through the eyes of our faith. Because you can't find your identity in anything in the world. Mm -mm. And also as a Christian, let me tell you Christians, you can't have your feet in both places. No. I have such a hard time now that I have a business. I want to be successful. And I have to. Olivia and Zav are always telling me, but you are. Like, Mm -hmm. what? where are you finding your success? Success is doing the things that God is telling you to do or the do, pursuing the things that God has put on your heart. Starting the thing. Like 90% of people will not start the business they want to start because they're too scared. Yeah. And, yeah. and why are you being run by fear? Yeah. People find their identity now in anxiety. Oh That's almost gosh. like a personality it, trait now. In their disorder. Whatever disorder right. it is, 
And that's the thing. It's not like we don't have a heart for people that have stuff going on. Because we have our issues. Every single person on this entire earth has something going on. One of those people could be a tribe and they're just trying to feed their family. Mm -hmm. That's intense. And the other one is the girl who has anxiety. That's okay. But that's not an identifier. And also, why do you want to identify that? Honestly, when I go through stuff, like, I don't want people to know. Like, I pretty much just told you and now the whole whole podcast about my anxiety stuff. Because I'm like, I don't want people to know that. Right. Because why do I want people to know that? You know? And the only reason, like, we talk about things on the podcast isn't, woe is me, I'm a victim. No. Look at me, I've been through all of these things and oh, I'm better than you because I've been through depression or I've had suicidal thoughts. Like what is so cool about that? I don't know. The reason we talk about them is to let people know they're not alone. That is the point of the Salt and Pepper podcast. We want people to know this is what real life is like. This is what starting a business from the ground up is like. This is what mental health is like throughout that process. I've been in the hardest time of my life or one of the hardest. It might be the hardest time of my life, which is saying a lot, but the word for the year, which I cannot forget, is mind over matter. I don't think that my mind, in my mind, I can control everything, but I will not allow my depression. I will not allow all of these other things that you guys don't know about, and I probably won't be speaking on them if if not ever, not for a long time. <laughs> They are not my identity. Mm-hmm. They do not. Um, th- they're not identifiers of who Lisa is. Right. They just get to make me. I get to use those to my advantage. Mm-hmm. All of my disadvantages. I am now using them. God is using them to my advantage. And that's what trials are for. Trials are for coming out on the other side and prevailing and persevering. That's what trials are for. Right. Well, yeah, because I mean, we always talk about our silver lining, but we would not have the things that we have now if we didn't go through the bad things. Mm -hmm. Like I left college because of a bad thing going on at home. If I wouldn't have done that, I would have never met Arturo. And if I would have never met Arturo, I do not know what I would be doing. And not that he is my identity, but I genuinely do not know what I would be doing if I didn't meet him. And so it's like there are a lot of things in life, like you said, I think we're all made up of all these layers and some of those layers aren't that fun and they're not that good. But enduring those things make us better. Mm-hmm. And I and I feel like we say that a lot, but people really need to see that and understand it. It's like we all are going through things because that is how we do all the good things Mm -hmm. like would martin luther king jr ad would he have advocated for the black community if he wasn't persecuted right no of course not you know and so i think it's good to remember and even you were talking about uniqueness which was such a good point of like the minute i started wearing and listening and doing the exact things i wanted to do was the minute i stopped wanting to be unique and i think i just became olivia And people would say things. They're like, oh, you're, you know, you do these things. That's so cool. And I'm like, I just do the things that I like to do because I'm not going to try to focus on other people telling me that I'm unique and individual. Mm. Because even if you're not, like, that's why I get so pissed off. We talk about this, like, guilty pleasures. I'm like, Taylor Swift will never be a guilty pleasure for me because I like her. And if that makes me basic, who cares? I literally, I don't care. Yeah. And I think that's, that's such an important thing on identity. I really like that point is I love K-pop. And people make fun of me for it all the time. And I'm like, I don't care. It's almost like 
this childish thing that I get to hold on to that makes me giddy and excited. Yeah, everyone like has Disney. those things. Yeah. And I think everyone should have those things. Mm-hmm. Like a, a guilty pleasure should be something that actually like it makes you feel convicted or that you shouldn't be like <laughs> doing. Yeah. <laughs> That's like a true guilty pleasure. Yeah. And so I don't think that there should be any any shame in that because no. that's not my identity and that's not forming who I am. Mm-hmm. And there's bits and pieces of that maybe you shouldn't hold on to and become. Right. But like there are Disney people where I'm like, dang, you took that to a yeah. whole new level. <laughs> or watching Housewives. It's like, well, if I start to become like them, then I should right. take a break from the show or keep those thoughts captive and why am I starting to become like this and and I think that's another thing actually that I was going to talk about as far as starting my own business is um remembering that the end goal isn't money Mm -hmm. and that shouldn't be a driving point and that my identity shouldn't come from owning a business and having a business but remembering why did I start the business and and right. we we talk about this a lot with the podcast but in personal conversations we say but why did we start this yeah we're not we haven't grown to the point now I think we're actually getting somewhere but when we first started and it took a while we're like why is it taking a while we mm-hmm. know our worth we know what we're providing is good and that we're getting really positive acclamation for and that's okay. It's okay right. that things don't go the way that you hoped for them to because that's supposed to happen for a reason and you're supposed to learn things. You're not supposed to just get things. Right. You're almost like building an identity through that by persevering and going through difficult times. Yeah. Yeah, and I think it's um I think it's pinpointing when you feel those negative thoughts or feel bad like what brings them on because uh, a couple days ago I listened to a podcast and it like made me feel really bad and I haven't had that in a long time and she was they were talking about something she it was it was an interesting episode I don't know if I'd recommend it she used to be a porn star but now she like hates the porn industry it was interesting Mm -hmm. but I'm like you're on OnlyFans now and I still don't agree with that but whatever (laughs) and um one of the hosts said oh so did you take all the money you made from porn and and invest it and she goes oh I actually really didn't have that money when I left porn I mean I didn't even have you know I had like a little less a hundred thousand dollars and I was like and she was making millions um well no they were talking about how that's not a lot of money to make now she makes millions from OnlyFans oh. but she it was more of like this idea of like well I didn't really have that much money at all I, I only had like a hundred thousand dollars and I was like what that and I don't know why, but that made me feel really bad. I'm like, am I not saying that? Huh? Like a hundred thousand, you know, you go mm-hmm. through all these thoughts of like, is that what a successful business owner is? Because she doesn't even think that's successful. And she had a hundred thousand yeah. dollars. And obviously if I ever made a hundred thousand, I mean like, that's incredible. But then I was thinking, okay, why do I feel bad about this? Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, a lot of what I do, a lot of my worth is in the success of my businesses. It is in making money. It's, you know, I do have to keep the, the lights on, mm-hmm. but that also I'm like that's not a good thing to feel bad about because Mm -hmm. I should feel success in what I do and I think that again that can come from identity too of like well my identity is not in how much money is in my bank account it does not matter but pinpointing those those times in your life when you feel bad and going well why did I feel bad and I think a lot of times people will stifle those things and then that's where like the anxiety or the confusion or all of these different things come out instead of just facing them like head on you know totally So 
I think just as we wrap things up, I just want to encourage people that if you are feeling stuck and you're wondering like, what is my life? Like, I think we have a lot of, you know, moms listening. I remember this happening, especially after having children is who am I? And I hear this a lot. I had a mom's group and I have a lot of mom friends and a lot of women moms in my family who are younger. And I hear this a lot and just do things that give you joy and get a hobby get a hobby and get a hobby but like in a good way like hang out with other moms um your identity isn't your children and I think it's really important for you to remember who you are not who you were who you are Mm -hmm. and have things that you like and enjoy that are apart from watching tv and yeah because that's such an easy thing to do in between um breastfeeding and changing diapers or if you have older kids you know dropping them off places and stuff have things that make you excited to do going to a winery with your friends every so often getting a break from the kids um try to do things that almost like bring you back in touch with who you are and really if you're having identity issues give it to God and that goes for anyone having any sort of identity issues Mm -hmm. I feel so much better about redoing this podcast because it's um not only more generalized but this is for everyone if you wonder who you are a lot of people feel that way mm-hmm. in in different varieties, heights and lows. I have been feeling this way drastically, especially just as I've gone through a lot of little triggering things and my business is not looking the way I want them to. How I mothering looks so different than I expected it to. I really have to then look at those expectations and say, my plan is not my own. Right. Yeah. And I think it also comes down to like, if you're not, I, I think the, what you touched on was uh, just had a stroke. (laughs) (laughs) I think that the thing you touched on that was so true is, um, like, coming back into who you are like doing fun things or doing things that you love to do or starting a business or doing the thing you always have wanted to do because I think the reason why people have identity issues or anxiety is because they do live in fear like Mm -hmm. we were talking about they do live off of this idea of like I got to do what mom says to do I got to do what you know my grandpa my grandparents want or whatever it is instead of just going like Dak Shepard always says this funny thing where he says the aliens in the sky are looking down at the monkeys just keeping busy until they die. And it's like a really funny point because it's true. It's like we are we believe we're put on this earth for a reason. But really, we just fill our time. We fill our days with all of these different things and eventually we're going to die. So what does that look like? And what do we put our worth in? Is it going to be in our identity or are you a good person? Do you love people? Do you give to people? Do you serve people? Like that's where your identity should be. And are you doing the things that you believe you should be doing yeah or are you just going going with the flow Mm -hmm. and that's where I was having my identity issues is why what am I doing yeah I think it is important to go back to the why Mm -hmm. whenever we're having issues with the podcast we go why are we doing this yeah and 
every time we go back to the why we're like and that is why we keep going yeah that is why we don't stop because we're here to help other people we're here here to make other people not feel alone we're here to grow and understand better other people who are different from us Mm -hmm. and find a community and a group of people who are like-minded yeah so we're not gonna stop we're not gonna take Take it. it Okay. Um, I think that's it. And that was a good for, for take two. We're probably going to keep take one and under wrap somewhere deep, deep, deep in <laughs> deep, a hard deep, drive. Deep, deep. Um, but thank you so much for listening, guys. And if this episode resonated with you, share it on your stories. And also, if you are more interested in starting a business or finding like, like-minded like moms or whatever it is, DM us. Let us know. Like We love to talk to you. I love to just encourage people on DMs and all those things. So message Absolutely. us. Tag us. Join our Facebook group. Join our Facebook group. Talk about us. Talk about us, how much you love us, all the things. How much you hate our opinions right we'll take all of it we'll take all of it um and you can do that by joining the secret facebook group salt and pepper podcast insiders and um i oh and you can follow us personally at olivia crennan at it's lisa brosser um and also if you want to follow um our salt and pepper instagram we have a really big giveaway coming up it was for our two year which was we never really talked about it but that was in um june we also just released our 150th episode which is insane so we have a really big giveaway with some awesome brands so stay tuned for that i think that's it so it's always better when salt and pepper come together well shakers thanks for listening to today's show we are so happy you took the time to listen if you liked it share it on your instagram stories and tag us we will make sure to send you a message we love connecting with our audience and also love to see that you are listening to the show. It truly means the world. If you haven't yet, please subscribe, rate, and review. It helps our show grow. You can also follow us at the Salt and Pepper Podcast on Instagram. Well, I think that's it. So we will shake it up with you next Tuesday. I'm all shook up.